0: Everybody today, wonderful, great, awesome.
1: Hello, Avery J. How are you?
0: (laughs) I'm just so great. Actually, kind of wild. I got an email. I told you before we started recording. I got an email. This is the only second time this something like this has happened in years. (laughs) Literally, because you know our job search slash industry. Mm -hmm. I got an email from this lady at. I won't say the name of the school, but it is a sports high school that okay. tells you anything okay. and she wants to interview with me for a Woo! position there. I was like ah yes girl what? Oh, I love that
1: the hype about getting an interview is so real yeah. I love that so she told me to like get back to her and
0: like you know let her know what times work so that's life and you're back to working which is fantastic a little yeah. temporary Tem- type of situation for sure, yeah. Temporary
1: working right now situation cuz you know, we got to get that bag still somehow. Um, I refuse to go on unemployment. I just it's like a personal thing for me, so yeah. definitely want to keep working hard for my money and student loans are coming up. So, love yeah, that. Yeah, they're going to st-
0: gonna start having to pay in January.
1: Super excited. Yeah, so uh,
0: at least I have purpose
1: nice. in life now. That's huh? all. At least I have a purpose in life again. Yeah.
0: That's <laughs> important. Some purpose. Important.
1: Which actually ties into my topic later today. So I'm glad I said that. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> See, it all wraps around here at Couple Catches Podcast. We love coming full circle. But it's time for episode 12, Sass. Can you let the people know what happened in episode 11? Because that was a big boy.
1: It was a huge episode for us. We had our <laughs> first guest on, Eric yes. Osberg, the catcher yes. for Tampa Bay Rays in their organization. Um, he, he's just an all-around sweet genuine real guy just like a really good soul and we talked so great yeah, we talked some some major baseball strategy for him and some new skill sets that he's picking up in the organization. He's loving giving back to his community up in Massachusetts, which he is back mm-hmm. there right now and living mm-hmm. his best life. But we appreciate him and his time last week.
0: Well, hey guys, a lot of big news this week in sports in general, because we're coming to the end of a lot of seasons and then some seasons are starting and oh, it's just a lot.
1: It was all big four major leagues. Yeah. playing this week and having some yeah. games so like, that was that was great
0: big 10 a lot of conflicting stories coming out of media outlets they met on sunday and then reports were coming out that they made a decision about whether they were going to return to play or not and they came back and said no we have not made a decision any of those things that said football's back we haven't Made that so, and then Michigan has come out and said that they might not, might not play at all. Which we know if the Big Ten reinstates, they're going to play because they would look like a bunch of dum-dums And college football update: this was this was week two. This past week we had week Ugh, two of college it football. So Ugh, it was wasn't it? Ta- some top twenty-five teams played. The SEC doesn't get going until week four, so we got two weeks until we get them. Um, stands looked great. They were socially distanced. They were not empty. Oklahoma shutout, Missouri State 48 to nothing. I was surprised about the shutout, but not surprised about um, the score, per se. Clemson yep. over Wake Forest, which was relatively close, and I use that word very, <laughs> very lightly. <laughs> 37-13. It was well fought, And you and I both have our tea with Notre Dame. We just – we love them hate them one minute we don't know how to take them wait we still both want them to get into a conference period they edged out the acc strongman duke 27 13 and i think obviously the most notable win and the shocking one and i got to watch a good chunk of this game which was actually really nice the university of louisiana at lafayette the raging cajuns down there in louisiana absolutely slapped the Big 12's Iowa State, they were ranked 23rd, Ugh. 31 to 14. There was no mercy. And I mean, I don't know about you, but after that, <laughs> I would think you kind of need to go unranked at that point.
1: You're going to take that away from them, huh? Week <laughs> yeah, one. I,
0: I absolutely would. It's not like it was a close game. Right. No, this is, this is at least another two, two, three score game. <laughs> like, And then in the MLB, big 2020 news. I know you're going to have an opinion about this one. Mm. This is a big one to ask because this is one of your favorite activities. (laughs) Oh, good. It's just a piece of work. Let me tell you, everything that happens in 2020 is just, you know. It is what it is. This it's the year that's never gonna happen in history. We're just gonna forget about it.
1: That big so bad is,
0: asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> the MLB is finalizing a memorandum that will they will send out to all the ball clubs this week referring to alcohol and postseason slash playoffs slash championship celebrations. They will share that the, they want these celebrations to be, quote, restrained, distant, and outdoors. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is all chill, bro. <laughs> Not this year. Now, I'm
1: sorry. No. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is just let us, let us just have our one moment of happiness. Mm-hmm. And more in this alcohol direction. The MLB, as we've heard from the beginning, has made uh, rules to limit contact, promote safety. Yeah, we all know that. A lot of them haven't been followed. And I know you've seen this too. Masked in the dugout, watch any game. It's not happening or it's under their nose or it's under their chin. And the guys, you know, watch any game. They are they said no celebrations. They're high and They're hugging. No dip slash chew rule. I literally watched the cameraman zoom in. to some, I wish I would mem- remember who it was. I want to say it was like Pete Alonzo, but I, I can't say. I don't even know if the guy dips. <laughs> I don't right. Put any shade on his name. But they zoomed in. And as he was packing a fat lip, he literally pulls his lip out, shoves yeah. it in, and they kept it on. And he I'm like, in, yeah. you got to switch the camera angle. This is brutal.
1: And I think that's so funny because I think – I truly, truly believe that the MLB started out with the best intentions, and I think the guys oh, yeah. started out with the best intentions on following those restrictions, right, because everybody wanted to have the yeah, season. They didn't want to not have a season. Obviously, that's not the case anymore right now <laughs> at all by any means. But to be fair, I think after this first week – of NFL two, mm-hmm. it just shows you like h- how different the playing fields are yeah as far as like how serious those guys were I mean yeah. Sean McVay like, it absolutely his mask didn't even exist to him yesterday <laughs> it was literally on his chin the entire time and as far as like improper mask wearing versus like them actually having one on like right. I don't know how big of a deal it is that they at least attempted to have one on yeah. But I mean,
0: these just... guys are getting tested literally daily. So,
1: yeah. You know, so, if you're, if you don't have it, if you're asymptomatic, if whatever, like it just. It's it a big is. old mix up. Yeah, for
0: sure. I mean, if the MLB really wanted to, they could put a stop to it or find the crap out of these guys, but you know, they won't. They have no. to stay face with all like the guidelines and C D C crap and like yep. this is what we do. You it's know? policy, it's procedure, yeah. Exactly. And so they know they can't enforce everything, but the one thing they can fully control is the alcohol. Because teams supply the booze for the celebrations, but the MLB is officially going to forbid any alcohol from the clubhouse stadium in any type of celebration period. There will be no booze. It'll be a full-blown dry campus, basically. (laughs) It's like a little Christian school in the Midwest, dry campus. These are – this is dry partying for grown-ass men. (laughs) Um, What? You know that's not going to last. So you're telling me when the White Sox take
1: the AL – Mm-hmm. that they're supposed to I clink <laughs> cans of
0: ginger ale. Yeah, they're going to have Topo Chico. Is this <laughs> Topo Chico partying?
1: Excuse me, sir, another round of Sprite, please. Like, legit, okay, here's the deal. MLB, let's give Trevor Bauer a break from the MLB microscope, okay? Dead ass, And either enforce the rules for all idiotic restrictions mm-hmm. or let the season go be the dumpster fire that it is, right? Like, yeah. that it has yeah. to, it used to be, like, Obviously, with all the other restrictions we were just talking about with masks and dip and chew and base celebrations, where they started out with the elbows and the feet tapping, and now it's literally like hugging each other. You know, the, the two no hitters that actually belong to both Chicago teams now this year. Yeah. Uh, you, you're going to tell these guys that they can't embrace each other. I'm sorry. The Giolito and McCann hug after his uh, hitter was like, it gave me luck. And yeah, like that yeah. needs to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated type stuff. So, you you can't take that stuff away when right. you're you're gonna choose to enforce alcohol but not enforce like the actual like health restrictions that yeah. are going to. Yeah, guys yeah. Lives. that's what know. I'm
0: saying. I'm like, oh, uh, you know, in, like ten minutes after they leave, they're gonna go get white girl wasted at like hotel together. so. Sure, and
1: I mean that's all fine and dandy. They can't really restrict that, but whatever. Yeah. You, must I like buy you saying though. Pub soda,
0: you do that. The shining moment of this week, and we were both very excited. Is the return of the national football
1: league Mm. Mm. football fall oh it's all it's all nice it's all some good things coming our way
0: I love it. I mean it was a big week having football back, a lot of changes in stadiums. Uh, the Jags I think were the only team that allowed fans. <laughs> it looked the same socially distanced as it did for a normal Jags situation. <laughs> Ooh, I'm TVH, I mean you can't lie. There's people are leaving that organization left and right, like begging to leave. So something I don't know I don't know anything really about the Jacksonville Jaguars as a whole. Yeah. But there's some there's some tea going on in that hole. <laughs> it's, it's Ruin, for sure. Yeah, I mean, the crowd sound pumped in similar to how, how the MLB has been doing their thing, but of course it was weird to start. I mean, now we're used to, it. it's more so weird for those players than it is for us because we're still hearing the sound. It yeah. still feels yeah. relatively normal because most of us don't ever get to go to a game in a season or if we do, it's maybe one. Yeah. But Sunday night gave me a really good game. I mean, the Rams edging out the Cowboys, which I know was very difficult for you, 2017. Continue. Yeah, continue. and I think it would have been a tie game or it would have gone in the direction of overtime slash the Cowboys winning, minus that fourth down mishap slant pass to yeah. CeeDee Lamb. The rookie, yeah. first of all, you got a rookie in a really kind of a difficult position, which I understand. Yeah. I don't know if he didn't know his line where his line to gain was, but... The kid had a great game. C D Lamb had a great game.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I just as a Cowboys fan, I can't tell you how stupid that was. They absolutely a yeah. hundred million percent should yeah. have went into overtime. We're already out Blake Jarwin, Leighton Van Resch, right. like the irrelevant broken Sean Lee, as always. Like he's gone. And you're right, rookie C D Lamb, he's looking more like a deer in the headlights, okay, in primetime <laughs> Sunday night football. And
0: it's a hard transition.
1: It is. And unfortunately, Dak was sacked three times, Rams yeah. Golden Boys, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup. They were brick wall and ball magnet the entire game, respectively. It just – it was great football. Don't get me wrong. Loved the game. But that last – it was that fourth quarter.
0: It really just – Very hard for you to watch. I mean, it literally reminded me of a whole Seahawks-Patriots, you know – End zone <laughs> when it was like when you don't give the ball to Marshawn Lynch and you throw the ball right. and intercept it and yeah. secure. You're like,
1: why didn't ball. you do the one obvious thing that everybody in the entire world <laughs> should have done?
0: Run the ball. That's all. Period. Kyler Murray and the Cards also edged out Jimmy G and Company twenty four twenty, which was surprising. I w- oh. I wouldn't say anybody was shocked because it was a great game and you know uh, Cards have. Kyler Murray and then you got your new boy DeAndre Hopkins but we did have a couple quote-unquote upsets this week the Bears and Mitch Trubisky with the monster fourth quarter performance just giving it to the Lions with three TDs in the last 15 minutes of the play it just silenced Mitch haters for at least week one and the Bears won that one 27-23 and that's all the points being scored in the fourth quarter right there baby.
1: Yeah, he definitely is trying to earn that monster of the Midway title right there. I mean, yeah. I feel for those Bears fans, though. Like, they feel all of the feelings, okay, in oh one game span. Like, they they have the lowest of lows most the entire game, three quarters of the game. And then when something really great happens, like it's the highest of highs, you got Mm -hmm. these guys screaming in your face, hugging each other, like in group hugs, like it's, they act like a bunch of kids and it's crazy. And they literally feel everything.
0: (laughs) Right. That up and down. It reminds you of like the Cutler era
1: when like one day
0: and like, basically like the Eli Manning situation in, in New York, when you would throw like one game, you'd throw like five interceptions. The next game you would throw five touchdowns. It's like, we can't, we don't know. It's the inconsistency.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, the Washington football team, they beat the Eagles 27-17, which was a very, very big deal. They did not expect anything like that to happen. But the biggest one, (laughs) again, back with the Jags, Jags beating the Colts 27-20. Right. What in the world? That's that Minshew mania, baby.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Sports Illustrated, they're already out there with an article. It's titled, NFL Week 1, Stuff We're Already Wrong About in 2020. like Everything. with the celebratory smiling Minshew photo at the top so like
0: that just it's perfect Oh yeah. I love it. I yeah. mean I spent a lot of this week besides just popping off in fantasy I am like killing it. I got I have one guy left to play uh yep. tonight and then I'm gonna secure my first victory. I'm already at like 140 something points, 145 something. Yeah girl, I am Got a Gronk like, is winning. She got a Gronk is doing the damn thing. But I love that. Great. <laughs> besides that And just staring at that, I spent week one really paying attention to the guys that have gone to a new team, whether it be in a trade or free agency signing. And we had a lot of those this year and big name guys at that. We had a lot of big name guys moving. And I think the most notable player with a new team, which is, of course, hard for me to think about, see, yes, discuss, is my boy TB12, Tom Brady, with that two year, $50 million deal with the Bucks. I mean, it wasn't. This is hard. It wasn't his best performance, but on the other hand, you've been in the same system for 20 years. You've got your feng shui going. So there's a major learning curve here with style of play, with coaching style, with how you know the upper level management deals with you, all of that. He's just been so used to something for so long that it's it's a big change. Um, It's adjustment
1: period for him for sure.
0: Right, right. You've only worked closely with one person that's on your current team and he came back out of retirement to play with you, which mm-hmm. is a big deal. And everyone, you have to get used to their style of play. So Brady was 23 for 36, which is, you know, that's fine. Two two no. 239 yards, fantastic. That's good. Two touchdowns, amazing. But what got him here was the two interceptions. And he's had plenty of offensive weapons already in Fournette, Gronk, um, Godwin, Evans. I mean, the list goes on. There's plenty of them we know Brady is a very accurate pocket passer. He loves to stay in the pocket because he loves to feel protected because he's not a mobile quarterback. Mm -hmm. But again, new team, new guys, his first interception to me was very clearly a receiver that didn't finish running his route, stopped his route. He should have cut right. Towards the center of the field. He didn't do it. So, I know Brady's going to blame everything on himself. He's not going to say it's anybody else's fault because that's just the type of guy he is. But to me, that's what it looked like. His second was an unusual pick six to Janoris Jenkins that I thought the blame definitely was going to rest mostly on Brady. I mean, it is a team effort. You can always say that. But Brady just had a moment of weakness. I get it. Learning curve, like I said. His first touchdown of the day, though, was actually a rushing touchdown. (laughs) Good for him. Like, what? You're 43 years old going for rushing rushing touchdowns? Yeah. God bless his sweet soul. Yeah. But the words Brady and rushing are literally almost never in the same sentence. Right. <laughs> he had a little two-yard push in the first. To me, it said, I'm still here. I've got nothing to prove, but you bet your ass I'm gonna prove it anyways, because that's who I am. And it's a new era down in Tampa. Another big quarterback deal that you and I have deeply discussed and chatted about on the podcast is the Cam Newton to the Pats deal for basically $5 for the 2020 season. <laughs> That's right. a $5 deal. You $5 and some lose. change. Right. Yeah, <laughs> just and some Burger King. That's about it. Yeah. So both of my quarterbacks showed out this week in fantasy, and I do have Dak Prescott. I started Dak Prescott. You'd be so proud. Mm, but I had yeah,
1: Cam on the bench, really and I picked, up,
0: <laughs> I picked up Cam late, and I put him on the bench just because I'm like, I don't want somebody else to get him because I know he's a question mark right now, but this – Week one just proved, you know, I'm good. <laughs> right, right. He looked so smooth in the system. It was like he'd been with Belichick and McDaniels for years, and McDaniels, obviously the offensive coordinator, was very conservative with his play calling, which I think was very smart and a, just a wise move on their end. <clears throat> it helped Cam look and feel a lot more confident because he was succeeding. He was doing well. He gets he, That's his way to get used to this new style of play, which – they're getting used to on the coaching end and he's getting used to here it's not as run heavy um, as what he's used to but right. it's obviously going to be run heavy compared to new england standards i mean they wanted to ease him in and it was it was cam's when it was Camp's time to do his thing he did it and he did it well he completed 15 and 19 passes for 155 yards which i thought was a great completion percentage-wise, but as I was a little uh, on the yardage when I was going back looking at that, and then what really took him over was his 15 carries for 75 yards, two rushing touchdown. That's a whole new, new world in New England, like I said. It's yep. it's something no one has seen in the history of the franchise, literally. This guy, A-plus for his first Pat's performance. I mean, he did amazing. I love Yeah,
1: he it. popped off. I love that for him. He He yeah. definitely performed well week one, mm-hmm. and hopefully he just continues to to rise with the team, yeah, for
0: sure. He did his job, and that's what I like to see. And going the running back route, a guy that has been plagued with some chronic knee issues the past couple years, former hot shot and a star, looking to regain that top spot, which he definitely hasn't lost it. Released by the Chargers at the start of the pandemic, just two years after he signed a forty-five million dollar extension, the man Todd Gurley. Todd mm. Gurley, man, mm-hmm. he's back. He's back to his old stomping grounds in Georgia. Now with the Atlanta Falcons. Gurley has had a cushioned start. I liked I thought I was thinking about how I can describe this. It's a cushioned start to his first season in Atlanta, meaning he's in a familiar territory because he went to Georgia. Obviously, it was incredible yeah. there. And he's faced the Seahawks two times before. Also a team, you know, he's very familiar with. He averaged lower yards per carry against the Seahawks. Um, that's been a challenge, but he's managed to have three touchdowns in those matchups. So his, you know, it was a big punch with that small little pack, you know? And now, lastly, I have to go with what I think is the most mind-blowingly wild deal of the offseason right, you know, right away. It's worked out beautifully for him and his new team, the Arizona Cardinals. That's DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, just.
1: (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Yeah, Hopkins for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. First of all, I have to start out by saying he got the game ball after the, after that game completed in the locker room. It was so cute. And his smile was so pure like he was just like genuinely happy and I'm just looking at that you can feel people's vibes he was just he was feeling it he was happy to be there and we all know the Niners which is who they played have a top-ranked defense and we're we're more than likely very prepared to come across Hopkins prepared for him to run a couple slant routes uh maybe a deep ball or two and even if they were prepared it didn't work (laughs) they couldn't contain DeAndre Mm -hmm. he only had two drop balls or missed targets whatever it may be, and I believe that put him at fourteen and fourteen and sixteen caught passes. What a hot topic there
1: <laughs> has been too, you know, and
0: hot topic. here on
1: a couple of catches, we're all about the hot topics. <laughs> we are, we hate. push
0: the boundaries
1: exactly. And sticking with NFL news this week, mm-hmm. there was a huge stir up in the sports media Man. with, I'm sorry, freezing cold take from Skip <laughs> Bayless condemning Dak Prescott for his public announcement of admitting he suffered through depression in the off season.
0: Let me tell you, I think that's complete, complete bullshit.
1: It's something very personal, I think to both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know many people. That's why I think it was such, like I said, freezing cold take care skip. Cause that's just something that's becoming more normalized to talk about in society. So yeah. before we dive into that atrocious unnecessary, <laughs> yes, I can't stand undisputed. Shannon Sharp to me is kind of like the saving grace here and there. He's yeah. he's not horrible. Skip is just trash. I can't handle him. I don't follow him on Twitter. I want to block him. I don't want mm-hmm. anything to do with him. I it just he sucks. It was that off-putting to me. Okay. Right, so right. let's just keep that in mind for reference about my feelings okay. on Undisputed. But I wanna I tell you my jaw dropped, Avery. I couldn't mm-hmm. That segment started off with Shannon actually commending Prescott, right, yeah. for addressing the, his struggle. I don't know if you listened to it or not, but
0: I saw some clips. You know what they posted? Yeah, yeah. No,
1: that that actual segment of the yeah. show there, Shannon praised him. Mm-hmm. Like then you knew something was off when Skip was just silent for a second. Like he gave yeah. Shannon his moment where you know he was like okay. patting him on the back, like "Good job, Dak. Like we're we're proud of you for for that." Um, Skips
0: bloods boiling over there. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, he, he, it wasn't sitting well with him and you knew that for a fact. So before he gave his opinion, he just took a second. He did preface, I got to say, he yeah. did preface his take with feel free to condemn me and label me as a cl- as like cold-blooded and mm-hmm. insensitive, which – you know him saying I'm probably not the right person to ask about this. What? Why would you even like want to express your feelings on something like that? I honestly just shut up know, if you're
0: not the right person to talk about. You don't know anything then. Correct. Period.
1: Yeah. What is that going to do for your image? What is that going to do for you? Whatever. Mm-hmm. But like I said, horrible, horrible takes all the time. So yeah. nothing new for us. We're not surprised. But at that point, like you do get paid for your opinions, okay? Mm-hmm. Like we know what the show is. We know why we're there watching it anyway. So I get it. But it's just a completely out of left field like out of date insight to mental health issues and look at his age though I, I, right an and that's what i'm saying is that like he but I, but even shannon though you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they're comparable in age i think and it just it was just a very strange like, why do you feel so strongly about that? Right. And I don't know how many times we've referenced on our topics for the show that it is in fact the year 2020. Like, mm-hmm. I can't believe that this level of top, like I'm calling it toxic masculinity, like, mm-hmm. cause that's what it is. Right. I don't, mm-hmm. I can't believe it still exists, but let's throw out some of those crazy thoughts that skip had on the subject. Okay. okay? Like, yep. I, I just, I really can't even believe some of these are quotes. <laughs> said when it comes to a QB for an NFL team you are commanding an entire franchise and team of 53 the front office all of them they're all looking to you to be their CEO and lead them the front office has nothing to do with game day okay
0: yeah they don't have
1: anything to do with team ops they deal with finance human resources communications marketing branding etc okay we know this obviously you and I know this administration duties that's what they do you know the mm-hmm. actual football team and the coaching staff mm-hmm. they're completely separate entities from the fans of the franchise right so of course the team is going to rely on the QB okay to set the mood and the standards for performance on game day on actual game day right like when you're trying to deal with who's getting the ball put into their hands or being you know, who's catching the ball, being thrown to, mm-hmm. that, that's his responsibility. That's what mm-hmm. Dak's responsible for. Mm-hmm. But again, that's completely separate from calling the shots for Gary and accounting. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm,
1: so- I'm sorry. There's <laughs> yeah. nothing to do with yeah. each other. The second one we've got here, I don't have any sympathy for him going public with I was depressed. Think about that. I don't have any sympathy for him. Now, empathy is different. We know yeah. the difference between this two. Empathy is you've literally been in that person's shoes. You can actually feel for exactly what they felt. Sympathy is literally just saying, I feel sorry for you. I'm yeah. sorry sure you had to go through that. Yeah. You don't have sympathy for him. Like, okay. Shannon yeah. actually tried to curb Skip in the best way possible for a live on air show. I think that he he probably could have done. Mm-hmm. He said, You've got to understand Skip underneath all the CEO talk and being the public face of a franchise he's still human yeah and thats a kid he's, he's not a he's not 40 years old believe that I mean yes he's a human being the guy has real mm-hmm. emotions mm-hmm. he feels things life can get hard like even for professional athletes too okay like right. their mental health journey while being in the center of an insanely big and bright spotlight for hashtag America's team like
0: y- to not have sympathy for him,
1: that's crazy. It is
0: cold blooded and insensitive. I I agree. I couldn't actually couldn't agree more with that because he also we also are preaching right now in the world like you need to treat people like you don't know what they're going through and this is what we should do all the time. But it's coming through even more. And I don't even know if Skip knew, but his dad's brother committed suicide just a few months ago. Yeah,
1: yeah, and yeah. they did. They they said that um, because it sounded like when Shannon originally started the segment, he was like, you know, he was in a really dark place. Like his brother came okay, outside, yeah. and then skip tried to stop him and was like, right. But you know, that he was talking about being depressed because of COVID first, right? Like, because they were in quarantine, he said yeah, extreme he isolation. Somebody right.
0: that has struggles and problems with anxiety and depression, as it is, this makes everything way worse. I, right. I understand that. I'm somebody that struggles it intensifies with anxiety, it. Yeah. anxiety. Yeah. It's, it's, it's brutal. It's very, very hard on people.
1: Yeah, I mean, he he Prescott literally said he claimed to have starting uh, started feeling those symptoms of depression mm-hmm. when COVID started, when the quarantine started. Mm-hmm. And to put the cherry on top, yes, his brother Jace he commits suicide. And just the weight of that realization, like I can't, it's so heavy. It's extremely heavy. And I know you just admitted that you struggle with a little bit of that. I -hmm. struggle with a little bit of that. I know I personally had two friends commit suicide. So it's just like, Mm -hmm. you understand how crazy and how world shattering that is for you. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not weak. You know what I mean? And that leads to the next little quote that he pulled out there. He said, if you show any sign of weakness, Again, talking about Dak specifically, if he shows any sign of weakness, it can affect the team's ability to believe in him in tough spots. So we're talking about the fact that if he comes out publicly and says, I struggle with depression and admits it, right? Even if it was in the past, even if he's not dealing with it right now Mm -hmm. and says, I struggled with depression at some point in my life, it somehow relates to the team saying, you're not going to be able to to
0: bring this out of this tough spot in this game. (gasps) He it, wouldn't be a professional athlete if he had a mentality that would affect him that way. That's what I'm game. saying. You
1: don't think that they would be paying him as much as they're paying right now for yeah. somebody who yeah. it affects their game that much. Like I yeah. just, that's so stupid. And my biggest thing is that Skip tried to reiterate. And I don't know if he just was fumbling over his words because he was getting mm-hmm. embarrassed or didn't know like what he was saying exactly I, or was being called out by Shannon because Shannon did. He like curbed him a couple times and it was great. Like it wasn't, it wasn't disrespectful. It wasn't crazy. Like he literally was just trying to be as respectful as possible, but Skip kept saying over and over was Dak was going public with it, with his battle. Like he can do whatever he wants behind closed doors. He can deal with his depression. He can deal with his internal mental battle, but going public with it was his big mistake. And, And it was the fact that he was referring to the depression started because of COVID. Right. So that's his big mistake is that he was talking about you're, you're depressed over COVID. Like we get it. You're depressed over your brother's suicide, but you're depressed because of COVID. Like that's a sign of weakness. And he kept saying it and it somehow just sounded like he was trying to justify his opinion of having like a zero tolerance policy for showing any sign of human emotion or relatability. And he just, he put Prescott on this immortal professional athlete, like all holier than thou pedestal. Mm-hmm. That's just a hundred percent not fair to Dak, You know what I mean? Again, normal. the kids, He's human. just like a normal person. Like I don't, they all are, they all are. And I'm sorry, the amount of that. actual like professional athletes that you and I actually like come in contact with and talk to yeah. like they are normal people. And it's crazy how we literally idolize them so much to the point where they're not allowed to have human emotion, you know, mm-hmm. like, Skip plays the justification card by revealing how he dealt with dark stuff in his past too, like a house riddled with alcoholism or like whatever. And says, you just got to keep fighting, push through it silently. In fact, like he just said, deal with it. You be a man, deal with it behind closed doors. Don't bring it out into public because it's a sign of weakness. That's just so ignorant. He blatantly calls Dak out for revealing to the public his struggles. And, saying that Skip personally would have never gone in public with that information if he were in Dak's position and he just went in
0: public with America it and he's on team. TV every day
1: right but he kept throwing that out there like America's team <laughs> you're the QB of America's team like it's the like there's a lot of people who hate the Cowboys I'm sorry like yeah. they're not America's yeah. team anymore the fact that yeah. they've got more people who are rooting against them because they hate him because they're America's team like they have more of that than people actually like them. So we can get rid of that America's team right now. I mean, it's ludicrous. It's actually insane that Skip believes someone is so undeserving of showing personal struggle when living yeah. life in like a professional athlete's shoes. It's stupid. I can't praise Shannon enough for being the voice of reason during all this um, in their show. Mm-hmm. And that was actually – it was last week here. Um, well, he wasn't attacking Skip's points. He just tried to reason with him by using – actually used one of my all-time favorite lines get this water Mm -hmm. the same water that hardens the egg softens the potato and it's pretty popular pretty widely known but i it just it perfectly sums up what he was trying to reiterate it just because someone deals with something differently than you would doesn't make Mm -hmm. it wrong right it doesn't mean that it's not the right way to do something so he made it very clear he would very much rather dak Come out publicly, share with the world he's struggling, be a little relatable. Hopefully this Mm -hmm. inspires some other guy to come out and say, I'm a man. I deal with this personal struggle as well, but I'm still a human being and I'm still worth something. And I I, know haven't lost my masculinity by saying that, but he came out publicly and you would rather him come out publicly and share with the world Mm -hmm. than internalize it. Yeah. Fester like it did with Jace, his brother, to the point where he goes and takes his own life as well. Like that's so heavy to talk about, but yeah. we should absolutely all agree that that outcome is a million times better than losing an innocent life. Like mental yeah. health is no joke. Okay. And mm-hmm. I love that the stigma surrounding mental health is slowly, but surely starting to break free from those societal taboo chains. Agreed. It's okay to talk about that and not even just discuss it publicly, but mm-hmm. be able to discuss. Yeah. It. Yeah. And I don't, remember i don't recall seeing a lot of opinions that agreed with skip mm-hmm. i know there was a lot of people who were very vocal about being against what he was saying and that did not right. agree with his opinions. so that definitely helps you know back dac up as far as you know telling him that it was okay and it was all justified and it's fine mm-hmm. um which is nice but
0: the discussion is just what needs to be had you know and you need to be able to talk about this so yeah. shout out to Dak. good for him
1: Yeah, bottom line, good for him. Good for Dak for being brave enough, manly enough to admit his Mm -hmm. own internal struggle with mental health. Go Shannon Sharp. F you skip Bayless for your (laughs) ice cold take. Literally belongs at the bottom of the trash bin. The one that's on fire, it says MLB 2020 season on it. (laughs) Belongs at the bottom
0: there. Retweet. And
1: like, guys, don't be afraid to talk to somebody if you're experiencing any form of mental struggle, okay? It's a global pandemic, man. Like everyone is experiencing some sort of sadness. Okay. It's normal. It's expected, but it's also completely valid. And that's really, really important to remember is you're allowed to feel the way you feel and not be dismissed or discredited. Everything you're feeling is valid Mm -hmm. and you're allowed to it. So virtual mic drop. That's (laughs) that's all I've got to say about all of that. Okay. We're moving on here. I think it's It's time. time for our weekly segment that gives us some good vibes here. It's time for the... Or the-,
0: the... Big League Birthday Shoutout!
1: woo Yes! Get into well, it. ready here. This is, this is a good one, guys, okay? We always we have a good one each week, but I, I this is really a good one, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say happy birthday to a Mr... Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeet. Happy birthday to you, sir, this week. 2017 NFL MVP there. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl 54 champ. We know this. A recent reigning champ. And yeah. also MVP. So the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, the team received their Super Bowl rings yep. from this past season on September 1st. And Mahomes, the little cutie, decided to add another ring to the mix by <laughs> proposing to longtime girlfriend, now fiance Brittany Matthews. Yes, the little girl high girl school that sweetheart. Gets, yeah, the girl that gets bagged for literally, like, screaming on Instagram every single time Patrick does something great. <laughs> like, she's so cute, though. And yeah. I think that's every guy's dream who's an athlete is to have somebody supporting them like that 24-7. So. Right. Also, Mahomes. It's- He clocked 60 miles per hour passes at the Combine back in 2017 before getting drafted. So, clearly, the laser cannon proved to off for him. And, again, his checkbook. So, good for him. Also, fun fact, drafted, I'm sorry, by the Detroit Tigers, question mark, MLB, in 2014 in the 37th round. I mean, the kid dominated in baseball as well in high school. He... Through a 16 strikeout no-no his senior year, and finally, he passed up your guy TB12 in mm. NFL licensed merch sales this past season. So people clearly yeah. really like him; he's kind of a big deal. They do. I mean, that I'm- was a Ron Burgundy anchorman quote
0: for you, by the way. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in again for a really <laughs> heated week. We always say like this week's really heated. This week's really special. This like it's special every week because we have a really good time, guys. Yeah. So thanks. Thanks for being a part of the stands.
1: Thank you as always. We appreciate you. You can always leave us a voice message on our anchor.fm site. It's free. You don't need an account, as always. We would love, 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 love to hear from you. Hit the little plus button and leave us a little snippet of your voice. Also, follow us on social media. Couple of Catches Twitter at Couple of Catches. What else? Mm-hmm. Our Instagram accounts individually at Avery J. Nichols and at Caitlin
0: underscore Sass.
1: Go follow. Go tweet. Go like. Go hit that follow Share, button. Share whatever
0: it is. <laughs> yeah. But thanks, guys. Again, it was fun. So hopefully next time. Again. next time you hear from me, I might have
1: a job. We don't know. (laughs) Fingers crossed, Avery. You've been sending so many positive vibes to everybody else in the workforce and and myself included. So we're sending our positive vibes
0: your way this next week. (laughs) Yes. Let's go. Well, guys, we will catch you next week with more good news. (laughs) We'll be back.
1: We'll be back. (laughs) Don't worry. We'll
0: We'll catch you later, guys. Bye-bye.